Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Mix. Ted. Woo. Yeah. Mix. It's the Megacast. Hello, everybody, for tuning in to this very soothing sound of uh, the Ted Smith, and I am Steve Miggs. Today, we're going to explore jazz. Jazz, the XFL, and face tattoos. Mm. Beats per minute. Do the effect play? <laughs> we'll find out today. <laughs> Will you baby sleep in a car when you're listening to music that's a little too aggressive? Find out with the baby report. Starring Steve Miggs. I can't do that. That's so hard to do. The baby before it starts, Steve Miggs. Like, what has happened to this cast? Welcome back to the mega cast. Steve, uh, how is it with the newborn? Well, Ted, uh, I'm not getting naps like I used to. <laughs> Other than that, it's been pretty good. But I, I did not realize how important naps were to my uh, sleep schedule. And I feel like a freaking walking zombie at all times. Oh, there's part of me that's happy to hear it. Yeah, dude. Like, it's funny because, like, even Sid this morning is just like, how you feeling today? I'm like, I'm tired. I'm very tired. Yesterday, tired, tired, tired. And I'm like, I don't get it. I'm going to bed. She's like, well, maybe you should go to bed earlier. I don't mind. Like, because we all go to bed together. All and right. I like that because it's silly, but it's our thing already. We, we, she put, you know, changes her, puts her in her pajamas. We get in the bed. We read her a bedtime story. Her and Lulu, of course, because, you know, Lulu's important. And a girl, Lou. And then we put her into her little bassinet thingy that she sleeps in. Um, and I enjoy doing that. And we're not doing it super late, like 8 8 45, 9 o'clock, which is typically when we go to bed. So I'm going to bed. At a good time. I'm not staying out late like I used to with training or hockey or whatever it may Drinking, be. Drinking, drugging. Oh, yeah. You know me doing that, you know, meth. Um, meth Wednesdays. I'm not doing it anymore. It was always weird when you'd hit me up on Wednesdays at like two in the morning. Like, yeah. Ted, you up. Like, no, dude. I'm a grown up. I'm well, I, I mean, you know, you podcast together. I figured, you know what? You'd want to know that I'm doing meth at two in the morning. Right. Well, you know, that's frowned upon as a parent. So I'm trying my best not to do it. Uh, yeah. But Just man. parents. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can do all the meth I want. Yeah, and, and I appreciate you texting me on Thursday nights when you do yeah. your meth. Yeah, Thursday meth. Yeah. TM. Thursdays. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but dude, like, I, I'm like, I don't get it. And then it hit me. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting more sleep overall from like the minute I go to bed to the minute I wake up for the most part. But like before I was still going to bed at 8, 30, 9 o'clock most nights of the week, except maybe a couple of nights of the week I was staying out late, which I'm not doing anymore. Right. The one big difference is I don't. I used to get home and like get a good 40-minute nap in, and yeah. I'm not getting that at all, because it's like the minute I come home, I mean, I, you know, Tatum's a sweet little baby, but she doesn't shut the F up right around the time I get home. So it's like, it's uh, legitimately like, it's not like she's crying, but like every 10 seconds, she just goes, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, are you going to cry? What's going on? Ah! <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> it's like okay I'm not getting a nap in and cause you know Sid wants to go to the gym or get her nails done and I'm not gonna be like no I need a nap it's like yeah go do that you've been you've been around the baby all day yeah go talk to somebody right be around other humans yeah. do the things that you love to do but what I'm but Sid's getting chill rested 
cuddly baby all day long. You got afternoon. I got, ah! I got afternoon. Ha! Ah! <laughs> I'm going to get drunk on Saturday and do that to you all day. Every I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. Also, though, how long have you been doing mornings now? Oh, man. Too long. Um, 98-ish? So late 97? Your body is really yeah. kind of betting 22. on that nap. It lives for naps. I, I could do three hours of sleep at night. I just need that nap. And I'm not talking like an hour nap, two hour nap, although those are nice sometimes. 30 to 40 minutes, I'm good till 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah, the power nap. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, like, we've talked about hanging out or whatever, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just gonna, like, it's back in the day before you were married, we used to hang out a lot, like, yeah. And you just like, no, I just gotta get a nap in, I'll be over to scoop you up. Like, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and, and, you know, I used to be able to get them a lot more when my wife was working. Yeah. Because then it was just like, it didn't matter when that nap happened, as long as it happened. So I'd lie on the couch, watch some wrestling, doze off, wake up, and now I'm good to go. And then when she stopped working, when she was pregnant, I got it. I was like, okay, babe, just give me this next hour. I'd even set an alarm. Like, I'm, I'm setting a timer for an hour. If I get a napping, great. If I don't, at least I've rested. Are you a couch or, or a couch? Yeah, or a bed napper? Although I think I might have to do the bed thing. You know, my problem is the like, baby downstairs. She can fend for herself. Lulu will watch her. My problem is I feel like if I take a nap in a bed, it's a, yeah, Lulu. It's a risk. It is right. <laughs> <laughs> the couch is the way to go, and honestly, I love the, like, before I used to do, like, hour and a half, or a two-hour timer. All right. That way, when all else because the minute I get past that two-hour nap thing, then it's just I'm a walking zombie because I got too much sleep. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You, you know what it's I mean? It's a thin line. It's like that 30 minute, 30 to 90 minutes, I'm okay. Anything past that, I'm effed. <laughs> well, I just know, like, for me, I like the Sunday, the Sunday nap. Yeah. Like, uh, so, like. I don't know. I used to like kind of time it out during like get up, watch some red zone, take a nap, and then yeah. get up and watch like the late games. hundred percent. But but right, that's the only time I'll nap in the bed because it's like you're just risking it. If I know I got to do something in forty five minutes or an hour, mm-hmm. we're on the couch. Yeah yeah yeah. And it's oh man, I miss my naps. So I, I mentioned I'm that. not even tired and I want a nap. You're making them sound so nice. Naps are the greatest thing ever. So I mentioned it to Sid this morning. He's like, well, let's try and get you back into your naps. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. Because I'm losing my mind. Like, I mean, I'm not, it's a weird tire because like I said, it makes no sense. I'm getting a good night's sleep. I'm just not getting my naps. Right. And your body's just used to it. Nah. Nap. Nap. Ah. Ah. All right. You know what also helps when I'm tired? It's when I uh, get uh, get 10 in. Yeah, man. Get that heart race and the blood pumping and the brain functioning. We got a big weekend ahead, so we got to get ready for it, man. Ah. We got a good one. I think this is a banger. You ready, Ted? I like the intro. All right, it's about time for us to get 10 mega family. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, DJ Steve dropping a banger. Back on the one, two, two, It's because I'm out doing that mess. This is what not napping sounds like. This is Steve's brain. That's actually Tatum in that part right here. (laughs) 
Tech Talks, starring Vtech Smith. Your TED Talk is take naps, I'm going to punch you. He <laughs> <laughs> was going to say, try something different. Maybe for you, it's not taking naps. Uh, no, try something new. Take a chance. It could be something simple like... You know, like I'm, I'm just I'm gonna get out of my routine okay. or something else, or yes. maybe just a trip, or, or somebody offers you something, take them up on it. Like meth. Oh. <laughs> All right, acid, acid, right? <laughs> Psychedelics. Either way, I just I've had a couple things come my way, and I was just like, you know what? Screw it, I'm going. And like walked into work the next day, took a couple days off. Like I'm taking this trip. Ooh, mm-hmm. what, what are you talking about? Can we talk about it? Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. March 26th, your boy will be in Dodger Stadium, Giants-Dodgers opening day. No! Behind the plate. Really? Yeah. How many seats behind the plate? I don't know. My buddy's just like, I got the dugout tickets, like, fly Whoa. down, it's on me. And I was like, in. Did you Google what, what, what encompasses uh, the, the dugout tickets, like free food and stuff? Yeah. Free, free booze? Yeah. Is it like the Diamond Club here? Yes. Oh, man, that's amazing. I know. But I was just like, usually I would him and haul, and I was like, screw it. Yeah. I was like, man... January got to me. That's too much. Like even for it's me, a lot of rain. It was just wet. So I was like, L.A. March, and I've like I've been to opening night. Yeah, at at Safeco, Same and here. I broadcast like during opening day. But I've never remember those been, broadcasts. They were right, fun. But we were on in the afternoon, so we never yeah. went to the game. So I'm excited. It's the first time I've actually been to an opening day game. Like yeah, the we started the season. We would do the broadcast, and then by the time the game started, I was just s faced. Right. Yeah, and so <laughs> I don't even remember the games. Right. Well, that was our problem, too. I remember we did it down at Pyramid once, but by the time we our show starts an hour into it, everybody goes into the game. Yeah. And then it's just us in an empty parking lot. Dude, that's rad. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I can't wait, man. Yeah, I mean, I got that one trip I'm going to do with uh, Ryan Castle, and I was like, kind of the same thing. Like, I mean, Grant's Pearl Jam, so it's not like a, a big stretch, but... I w- always wanted to travel to a different city to see Pearl Jam. I'm never going to be able to do what like a lot of my friends do, and they just travel to multiple cities. You know, yeah. like that's just not going to happen. Like, but I wish I could. Maybe one day. Who knows? But you know, right now that's a little difficult. Ha! I really um, had no idea people did that to Pearl Jam until we went to that show last year, and yeah. everybody's like, "I've been to 34 shows." Or this, I was like, "My favorite was what? one guy." I'm like, "He's like, how many you been to?" I'm like, oh, "This is like number 13 or 12 for me." And he's like, cool. He's like, you only have like another 109 before you catch up to me. And I'm like, what? And it's just like, yeah, they've been a band for a while, but to see them over 100 times, that's amazing. I'm trying to think. I think I've only seen them three or four times. Uh-huh. Right? That's I saw, a lot. I saw them in Maryland once yep. years ago. And then we saw them at the Gorge together. That's, that was a good one. That was, that was a blast. Yeah. And then we went to the home shows. I'm like, yep. wait, have I seen Pearl Jam in between that? I'm not sure. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw him at uh, Key once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was a little... And he was really digging on the slow stuff. Oh, that might have been the one where I, I almost d- divorced my wife. <laughs> really? <laughs> she sat down like an hour and a half into it, and it really bothered me. Because she's playing on her phone. I'm like, hey, like it's very visible you don't want to be here. Like That's not cool. This is my favorite band. She's like, well, I'm just kind of bored. I'm like, yeah, but like if this was your concert... You know full well I would not be pulling that kind of crap on you. Well, I would also say this. And I, then she apologized, and I was like, yep, that's right. I remember Finally, that. I am right. I remember that show, though, too. My buddy Will was in town, and we had partied pretty hard all yeah. weekend. And that show was like a Sunday or Monday night. Something like that. And yep. we were just, because he went and saw the same show like 
two months later in yeah. California. He was like, dude, it was great. He goes, I think we were just too tired. And also, I mean, there are times where Eddie picks, because that's the cool, that's the reason why a lot of people do tour and follow Pearl Jam, because unlike a lot of bands that have a set tour set list, because they have lighting, they have stage ideas, they have certain triggers to their music. So it would be impossible for bands to just kind of randomly play songs for some bands. Right. Pearl Jam's more of like, you know, straightforward. There's no bells and whistles to what they do. They got a lighting guy that can follow along with what they're doing. They don't need certain like cues or whatever it may be. So every show, Eddie writes up a set list like maybe minutes before the show or an hour before the show based on his mood and what he thinks oh, the band's mood is. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so maybe that show we saw was much quieter. Absolutely. There might be a show where he's just not feeling like being crazy Eddie Vedder. And so, yeah, he'll make sure, he, you know, he, I, I'd imagine that he makes sure there's certain songs in there. to make, Right. There's the, certain songs you got to play. Right. Like, yo, Ledbetter is always going to be in there. Alive, Even Flow. Even if they're not always in there, at least one of those is in there. You know what right. I mean? Uh, but then there's probably shows where he's like, I'm just feeling it. Let's go, boys. And it's just a hard rocking. Because even like the home shows, both shows were great. But it was just like both, both were very different. And that's what Pearl Jam fans love is that they don't know what they're going to get until they get to the show. Because, you know, it's like the Grateful Dead. That's what people loved about the Grateful Dead or Fish. You're not going. You know what I say about Fish? Always miss the Sunday show. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a Fish fan, you'll get that joke. (laughs) And always dress up as the members of Bert and Ernie. Uh, But yeah, so I'm pumped. We're going to go to Oakland on a Sunday. And go see uh, Pearl Jam. And I'm I'm excited, man. Are you guys going to work on Monday? Nope. Oh, well, okay, cool. By, but we got that Monday off. All right, cool. I was like, saying the same thing because originally I was like, we were going to do Saturday, and I'm like, in order to pull off Saturday, we'd have to take a 5:45 in the morning flight just to make it economically okay. You know, what I mean, yeah. any, any later it was just like it was ridiculous what they were charging on a Saturday for flights. But I'm wrestling at Battlemania the night before at the Showbox, and that's a big show. Ooh, that's a massive show. That's like that's our WrestleMania. And I'm hoping that I'll have a high-profile one. You know, I, I really feel like I've been putting in the work, and I'm hoping that I'm going to get an opportunity to like not just be on the pre-show, even though the pre-show is fun. Like, I want to be outside of the pre-show, and, and that would be pretty cool. If that happens, I want to celebrate. The last thing I want to do is have a sore body and be worn out and then get on a plane at 5.45 in the morning. It's going to hurt the Pearl Jam show that night. So I was like, Castle, if I could get Monday off, can we go Sunday? He's like, Sunday actually works out better for me and find, and price-wise on the tickets. It's got to be so much cheaper flying down on Sunday, cheaper, flying out Monday morning. And we're able to find a 9.45 flight. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, let's do that. So we're doing that. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> My buddy was giving me crap because he goes, when are you flying back? Like, I'm literally flying to LA, same thing, for like two days. Yeah. And I go, I'm fly. I got that fl- Friday afternoon flight. And he goes, what time? I go, 4.20. He's like, of course you do. I was like, look, it was the cheapest afternoon. It just happens to be at 4.20. I didn't do it on purpose. You're not that much of a stoner that you're only going to book flights at 4.20. Right, but my one buddy doesn't smoke, so to him, I'm like the biggest stoner. You like world. Snoop Dogg? Yeah. <laughs> I am. Just be nice to Gail King, please. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, man. Exciting weekend for us. Yeah, man. We're going to the Dragons game, baby. Trying something different, like the Tech Talk. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the uh, XFL game. I Look, I won't lie. I, I, I watched. I was excited. I was shocked how many people texted me. Like, Baird, all my Seahawks buddies were just like, screw it, I'm in. I'm watching the Dragons game. Yeah. My cousin Tom had his kids at the, at the, the D.C. Defenders game. Dude, my, DC, he's a Niner, he's DC was a, rocking. He's a Niners fan who uh-huh. lives in Baltimore, but loves football so much. He was like, screw it. Kids, we're Defenders fans now. I mean, and it's a good option for families, 20-something bucks a ticket. Yeah. And even though the place wasn't packed, there was enough people there to make it noisy. 
Yeah, well, that sounded good. That's the that's the main thing too. Shout out to just the Seattle fans. They Holy sold so gosh. many more tickets than everybody else. What did I say? Average about like fifteen, sixteen grand uh, per team. Uh, right. In the XFL for the first season, the first game. And a lot of those teams were playing in soccer stadiums, which which I think for a lot of that is a good it's idea. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, except for I think the New York team played. They in played in the Met- MetLife. Uh, MetLife, which was funny because I saw people being like, finally, New York has a good team because they won big. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Dude. <laughs> awesome. That, and all the Dallas fans were like, of course we lost. <laughs> And then the team they said was going to be like the best team, the, the Tampa Bay Vipers, who we're playing, got spanked in the first week. Yeah, I, trust me. I hope everybody took the unders and made some money last week. Yeah. I also love that the XFL is like, yep, there's the line. There's the over-under. Like, you gamble, we get it. <laughs> but, yeah, we already were talking in the, in the office with the, the rest of the boys in the office. And it was like, dude, Seattle's already they're, – they're poised to sell over, over 30,000 people <laughs> at the game. Which is going to fill up the entire little bowl. It's going to be like a yeah, Sounders match. it's going to be like a Sounders match. That's insane. I, I try to explain to people all the time. I know this from doing radio here, but mm-hmm. if you're, like, things in the Northwest, Northwest people love. And p- if you don't live up here, you'll never understand it. But, you know, technology helps. But we're mm-hmm. still cut off, basically, from the rest of the country. We're still South Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, right. Like, people love football here. Mm-hmm. Like, they love the Seahawks. They want to watch the Dragons. Like... I, I don't know. I've worked radio in other towns, and the, the passion is not the same as it is in the Northwest. And in my how about opinion. you? I feel like there's been a chip on the Seattle sports fan shoulder ever since Forbes for a couple years said that Seattle was the worst sports town in all of America. Yeah. This was like right before the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that that had, I, I think Seahawks winning the Super Bowl had much more of an effect on just like the fandom that we have here for sports. But you see it with the Sounders. The city embraced that team like none other. It's yep. been an incredible story. And the Sounders did it all right. And actually, like, hand it to the Dragons, man. I feel like they're doing it all right with the way they're marketing it. We see what's going to happen with hockey. This town's already going nuts about that. So I'm not, like, shocked by how much people are supporting the XFL. But I am kind of shocked because, you know. I, don't get me wrong. I'm surprised. But I'm just like, damn. But here's the other thing, too, is that, like, look, somebody that grew up in Washington, right? Mm-hmm. I was a Redskins fan forever. But also. You better not be a Defenders fan. No, okay. hell no. Dragons I, for life. Right, I, right. <laughs> Dragons for life. We're spitting fire. Uh, also, like, the Seahawks sucked forever. Yes. And I think at a certain point, like, as I get older, like, look, let's be honest with fans. The NFL is so expensive to go to a game. There's nothing wrong with people not going. If right. you live in D.C., they put out a terrible product. Don't go to their effing games. Absolutely. So, like, to be like, oh, there was no real Seahawks fan, so they got good. Uh. Like, Yeah. Right. right. I mean, look, I don't feel like throwing my money away. Yeah. I, mean, I was one of those. I had season tickets. Granted, I was also getting married and I had a lot of other stuff going on. But it was the year that Jim Mora was the coach. And remember, that was a not, that was a terrible year. Right. Because this is right. There was there was the it was like the four and twelve teams. Season. Right. And then yeah. there's a couple years before Carol shows up. There was that one season. Was it just the one year where they pretty much forced Holmgren out because Jim Mora was the future of coaching for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So Holmgren gets phased out because the team wasn't. You know, it was definitely on the downslide from when they went to the Super Bowl. They bring in Mora with all this high expectation. They go four and twelve. The team was terrible. I got to the point where I'm like, I can't afford to drop thousands of dollars to go see a crappy product with a coach I really don't believe in. Like I thought he was sucked. Yeah. And, I, and the things he would say in interviews really pissed me off. I need more dirt bags on my team and like stupid crap like that. I'm like, you know, I'm always gonna love the Seahawks, but I really can't invest in a team when I'm about to get married. And then of course I get rid of my season tickets. Weird. Carol I was like takes Jim over. Jr. Yeah. Not your guy. guy. No. All right. I don't like him. 
I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Whatever. <laughs> he hurt this team, man. I know. Uh, I four and 12. I was like, I like his sweet. I need more dirt bags. Yeah. Yeah. Need people that want to get in there. We need dirt bags. And then, right, he did they fire him or did he leave yeah. to go to UW? No, they, he didn't get that job. No, they gassed him as soon as they realized he could get Pete Carroll. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I get. But right, but that's what we're saying, right? Like, right, if the team's not good, people aren't going to go. And it doesn't mean you're less of a fan. It just means that you're maybe don't have all this extra income just to throw away on a bad product. Right. Like, if I hit a restaurant, but I love sushi, I'm not going to always go to this crappy sushi place because I, I need to prove that I love sushi. Right. And there's some restaurants I used to really like, and mm-hmm. then they get different owners or something. Yeah. The menu, and it's like, I don't want to go there. It's like, not feeling it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyways, <laughs> Dragons, I'm mean, pumped. Uh, I enjoyed how the production was on the game. I mean, it was obviously a cluster F at times when they were talking to the players uh, on the sidelines and the coaches. Yeah. But I enjoyed that. I like like that little peek behind the curtain. I like, It's different. I like the Seattle running back when they went to him right after he scored and he's like huffing and puffing. Yep. And they're like, can you describe the play? And he basically was like, like throw, throw it to me in space. Like, I'm going to score. Right? And then he goes, he goes, it's XFL. It's real dogs out here. And I was like, that's what I want. Yeah. Like, it was a little choppy, but like that, like that guy's being real right there. I like uh, there was that one guy that got injured, but then he was going back in there asking him how his injury was. And he's like talking to the lady that's interviewing him. And then he goes, she's like, okay, well, good luck. And he goes, yes, sir. And I'm like, I mean, ma'am. And then he just runs off. But the highlight, in my opinion, I think we might get him on our show either tomorrow morning or maybe Friday morning, fingers crossed, is uh, the center for the Seattle Dragons. His name is Dylan Day. Oh, I'm familiar with him. What happened? I don't know. There's just a lot of chatter after play. We're trying to make some stuff happen, and they're doing a little extra pushing and shoving. We're trying to get our job done. And then they cut him out. (laughs) Dylan Day, never change. You are my favorite Seattle Dragons player. If they had jerseys for sale, other than the number 20 for the you know 2020 season, I think I'd rock a number 50. Yeah. I kind of think he should wear number 69 because he seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, well, that I agree with. Well, what, why do you say you know a lot about him? Uh, he was a little famous when he played in the SEC for the stuff he's complaining about right there. Oh, dirty player? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like he was he was one player I knew before the, before that happened. <laughs> He's got long hair and tattoos. Yeah. He's okay in my book. I know, I know, and everybody loves him. Like, if people grow up, I'm just saying, it's time for you to grow I up and just, embrace him. I was just dying laughing when he was like doing extra, like Dylan Day, really? <laughs> like you stopped on dudes. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Oh uh, <laughs> man, we got lots. He's still Luke Wilson. What's that? He's not Luke Wilson. What if he wants to become a member of the Mega Family? <sighs> well, I'll be straight up. Like, what if I'm your Mississippi State? Like, there's a couple film of you stepping on people. <laughs> All right, we come it's back. a large man, though. We got some emails. We got some right, text messages. Right. And we also got someone wondering if they should be mad. Oh, all right, good. And it involves a dog. Nice. When the Mega Cast returns. Oh. I'm sorry. I fell asleep while these two knuckleheads were talking. Yawn. The Megacast will be back. Friday, Friday, Friday! 
St. Valentine's Day with high-powered, estrogen-driven, testosterone-fueled, romancing, and dating love. Get ready for the overpriced flowers, the chocolates, the mushy greeting cards, the overbooked restaurants, and more. It's the essential, mandatory, hallmark-manipulated holiday of the year. Don't miss the pressure, the guilty expectations, and don't forget the jewelry store commercials. Friday, 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 St. Valentine's Day. You better be there. They say that I should be nicer. Okay, how about this? Oh great, I'm so happy. Boy oh boy, it's a miracle. The two most handsome men in the world are back. Ugh. I think I just puked in my mouth saying all of that. The Megacast is back. So angry. It's just a bitch. Yeah. Trying to pull a Dylan Day on her. Step on her. Step on her. Step on her. Hey, um. Ah. 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 That's it. Ah. Want to give a shout out? Ah. Uh, to Jesse, Jamie, Ozzy, and Ava. Met this family at 5CC Wrestling in Bellingham. All right. Brought up mega hugs. Listen to nice. it all the time. Uh, Jesse and Jamie are the parents. That's so um, weird. My friends are Jesse and Jamie. Oh, yeah, dude. Super, super nice Same people. Couple. They were pumped uh, that I was there, which all was right. really cool. And I hooked their kids, uh, Ava and Ozzy, with uh, my Steve Miggs wrestle buddies because they were just so adorable, man. Just ah. his, the daughter, uh, Ava. Cracked me up because I'm like, hey, give me a high five. I I have no idea what ages are. I'm I'm terrible at that. I'm I'm probably gonna you get better. You better get on that, Steve. You're a parent now. Well, you know, I'll understand it when when Tatum is a certain age. She looked like she was four or five years old, right? Okay. And I'm like, how you doing? She said, blah, blah, blah. and she goes, I'm in high school. And I'm like, well, I was a lot older when I was in high school. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> she was adorable. Uh, it was cool, man. Meeting a lot of really, I met a lot of people who listened to the MegaCast actually in Bellingham. And no by kidding. a lot, I think five. That's, but that's awesome. still a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a small venue that we we're at. Maybe like 100 people were there res- to watch the wrestling. And that was pretty awesome. So Take up to Bellingham. Yeah. Bellingham. I love man, that town, man. Bellingham's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the. Um, I got I to mention it every time, but the Archer Inn. The Archer Inn. Is that yeah. what you eat or drink? Uh, both. Okay. But that's where all the soccer guys hung out. All my buddies played soccer up there. Uh-huh. So, like when when Dragovan got inducted to the uh, Western Washington Athletic that's Hall of Fame right, in Bellingham, that's where we went afterwards. And it was great. Shout out to Drago. Yeah, man. Try to talk him into going to that game with me. <laughs> oh, uh, to the Dragons game? No, to the Dodgers game. Oh, look, here's the deal. If it starts with a D, I'm going to see it. <laughs> that sounded bad, didn't it? <laughs> No, not at all. If it starts with a D, I'm going to see it. Uh, somebody else said, I listened to Mega Cash. You talked about how you like blueberries. That's me. Uh, we planted a bush when my daughter was born. Two years later, she loves to go out and pick and eat them. Yeah, again, I like blueberries in a lot of stuff. I just, I hate eating them raw. Like the texture or something's weird. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, listening to Megacast from two weeks ago. I have to say it's good hearing the little ones doing well. It was good to hear your perspective of going through the process of becoming a father. Ah! I was in the same boat myself, but it took us five years, but our daughter came out a week after yours. Our labor lasted 51 hours. Holy crap. Ooh. I've never seen so much blood, but thankfully my wife is okay. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. The, bir- the birth is nuts. Uh, I'll spare those details. But they cut the cord without asking me because they had to get the baby out now moment. And then they said, would I like to cut the cord? But the baby was at the other side of the room. So essentially, I'm just giving the cord a trim. But yeah, fatherhood's great. And I learned uh, dads can have the baby blues also. So you're not the only one freaking out. All right. Yeah, the cutting of the cord was like, that was insane. 
I was so nervous because everyone said, be careful. It's like we're kind of rubbery, really get in there. So I really got in there and just clamped it and just like it, it cut really easy because I think I was so prepared for it. Yeah. It's like, ah. Oh, you've been lifting. You're a wrestler now. That's true, man. Doing a lot of flexing. Yeah. Yeah. Should have bit it with your teeth. Arr. Just like, oh, dude, you know I love the WWE. But there are some. But. There are some, and you know what? I, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. We have no idea how this is now going to end up, but this is how it started. On Monday Night Raw, uh, Becky Lynch defeated Asuka. They had a great match. All right. All of a sudden, sliding in behind her. Didn't N- we see her wrestle NXT, Asuka? Yes. Yeah. Yes, back at the Paramount. Yeah. Sliding in is uh, is uh, Shayna Baszler, former MMA fighter who's like, just, I mean, a dominant I I force in uh, at NXT. All right. You might. I'm not, I don't think she was like in the UFC, but she was like, she had a little run in the MMA world. All um, right. But she's awesome. But she's just a sort of, like, she's just a straight up badass, right? So she comes in and sneak attacks Becky Lynch. I'm like, awesome. She's now on Raw. That's great. And then she just kind of gets right behind her and starts biting her neck. And they must have like blood capsules because she pulls out and it looks like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Her whole face is just red with blood. I'm like, is she a vampire? Is she a tiger? Like, Why is she biting the neck? I don't know. Like, this is a really weird flex. Like, what's going on? Is this like her thing now? Like, she took her mouth guard off because she wrestles with a mouth guard. Like, to kind of yeah. you know, get the, style. right. I'm a yeah. pro fighter. Pulls it off and then just chomps on the back of Becky Lynch's neck and just blood all over her face. You know, Becky's like, oh, you know, then Becky Lynch, instead of being taken to the hospital, steals the ambulance and takes herself to the hospital. Well, she has to. Disappears maybe 40 to 50 minutes later on, on, on Raw. Comes back in the ambulance. Goes back onto into the ring, cuts a promo saying, "Yeah, they, they you know they numbed it up, they bandaged it, they they packed it, they gave me some good pain meds." So she essentially then drove on pain meds back to the arena <laughs> to cut a promo. And the whole time I'm like, "What the hell are we doing?" I the thing is the WWE has been so unchallenged for so long. Yeah, I, to put it in simple terms, it's like the Ravens this year, right? The Ravens were very good. Yes, the Ravens were. did not play from behind much. So in that playoff game, they got punched in the mouth, and it wasn't just uh, the MVP. Lamar Jackson should have been the MVP. Right. By the way, Russell Wilson should have got at least a goddamn vote. Uh, dude, right? That is ridiculous to me in his career. He's never had a vote. It bums me out because whenever, like, the, whenever the conversation starts picking up nationally— he typically has a bad game after that. I know. So, and but he, there was a couple of those this season. There I'm was. Like, God dang it. Like, come on, man. But anyhow, but the Ravens got punched in the face, and they got shook. They didn't know what to do. Right. So I think the WWE right now, like, uh, with AEW, like, that, I, obviously, the WWE is the, the much bigger and stuff, but I think the writers and stuff, I think they're getting nervous over there. You could be right. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? They just, they've never had any pressure on them, and now it's like, it's real pressure. And Plus, you know me. With, with the internet, like you know this, you're an independent wrestler, Steve. Right. It's very easy to see a lot of wrestling locally or wherever, and you don't have to just watch one thing. Yeah, there's plenty and of pay options. Pay for pay-per-views and buy a channel. And dude, right now, there's something you can watch every day if you have YouTube or if you have a streaming service or if you have the network. You know, there's like, there's wrestling on somewhere pretty much every single day, like live or, you know, live to tape. But like, there's the gif of her. <laughs> Let's see. Like right there, like you see her? With the bloody face? Wow. It's, it's That's right. a strange one. Right. That is really weird. 
Is this like a zombie? That could be. Well, what is she now? The zombie Shayna Baszler? Yeah, like, she, actually, rah, 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 rah. she actually died. <laughs> or is she a vampire? <laughs> or was she just hungry? <laughs> was she just hungry? <laughs> oh, cool. Shayna Baszler is now a vampire. Hashtag raw. You know, I don't usually get involved in people's personal lives. It's not my business. But it still bums me out that... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just Google image Shayna Baszler, and I'm sure you're going to see some of these pictures. It still bums me out that her and Jeff Dye aren't together anymore, just because they were both so nice to us. I know. And, I mean, they're, they're both separate. Like, I like, I, they were just both were so awesome. Like, we had a good time hanging with them. Yeah, I was like, that's a celebrity couple I wish had stayed together. Well, she's, you know, she's engaged now to uh, Seth Rollins. I don't think I knew that. The Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, and I get that. They work together and yeah. stuff. I think a lot of wrestlers do that. And I think a good I, dude. I, I, I'm I, happy for them. I have no idea about the relationship. I'm just just me jealous or uh, being selfish. It's like, well, I really like Jeff Dye. Becky Lynch couldn't have been nicer. Could you guys stay together? Dude, I felt bad that like anyone who is in a, it's weird how like some kind of, like people out there get weird when it comes to like celebrities and relationships. Like you see it. When it's a female, there's like guy wrestling fans. Like, I don't know. They think they had a chance or like, are they bothered by the fact that she's in a relationship? Because like there was negativity towards Jeff Dye when they were in a relationship. Like WWE fans giving him a hard time. Really? It's like, well, what do you want? Like what? Becky Lynch is not supposed to get in, involved in relationships because it needs, she needs to stay single so that these horny 40 to 60 year old guys in like their basements of their homes feel like they still have a chance. Like, I don't understand what the hell is going on. Yeah. And now with Seth Rollins, some think that like his like people started turning on him in the crowd. Like, you know, he was well loved. And like some some of it might be like the writing that the WWE had. Like they, maybe he wasn't being written perf- properly, which happens. I mean, it's right. not, it's never I always feel bad when people give the wrestler a hard time because I mean they're just doing their job. They're just they're, doing their job. They're an actor. I mean, do you get mad at like Robert De Niro because he was in a bad movie? No. Like you're like, oh man, that director sucked. Or that writer sucked. Yeah. You get mad at De Niro because, you know, it's an Irishman. It's a bunch of Italian dudes. Thanks, guys. So no Irish guys want those jobs. That's my mom's joke. So, <laughs> I like it. Right. So people are like being like rude to Seth Rollins. It's like, did you have no chance? Like, just be happy that your favorite wrestler is happy in a relationship. Yeah, who gives a crap? It's, it's a wrestler. I know, dude. It's so weird. Like, I'm not... Well, I mean, hey, it happens in other sports, too. Russell Wilson has a bad game, and people are mad at Sierra still. Oh, dude. Man, I got pissed the other day. Somebody on Twitter just wrote, like, if Russell Wilson cared as much about his hair as he did about playing quarterback, maybe the Seahawks would have been better. And I'm like, shut the F up. Yeah. You can say whatever you want about Russell, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you can't argue with the amount of time that dude puts in to... Being the quarterback in playing football. People are so dumb, man. I've heard that even on like a, a local level. It's like someone giving someone a hard time. Like, if he spent less time doing this and more time, you know, working on his craft, then maybe he'd be better at it. I'm like, yo, there's 24 hours in a day. It is possible that somebody can work really hard on their craft and still have a couple extra hours a day to do fun stuff. Plus, it's their job. No matter how cool you think it is or whatever, it's their job. Right. Like, at the end of the day, right, like, like let's take Becky Lynch. She's wrestled that night. She's trained and everything. She probably wants two hours to veg out like any normal human or do something completely di- That's the reason right. a lot of football players love soccer. Because yeah. it's completely different. And they'll yeah. watch it. It's so funny how people are. Like, no, 
24-7, Russell Wilson needs to be thinking and doing things about football. He shouldn't be a father. He shouldn't be a husband. And he sure as hell shouldn't let his hair grow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Real quick before right, we get right. out of here. Uh, somebody, Greg, he wrote us. He said, should I be mad? My ex won't let me see her dog anymore. We were together for six years. The dog is five years old. We broke up about six months ago. And at first she was cool with me getting time with the pup. But now she's in a new relationship and she won't let me see him because her new man is jealous. I'm like, bitch, I don't want to get with you. I want to hang with Daisy. Should I be mad? Hashtag mega hug. I mean, if you got, they dated for six years and the dog's only five years old. Yeah. So that's both their dog. Pretty much. See, I've only been in relationships where there was a dog that preceded me. So I couldn't be like, hey, can I hang out with the dog? Right. Because it was her dog. But I mean, she might, they might not have been living together for all that time. So maybe she got the dog. Oh, you know I, what I mean, and I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing. Man, I don't know. I don't know how dog visitation rights go. Yeah, because I mean, I was reading something that said 60, 69, nice. Uh, people, percent of people said after the breakup where our pets involved, they missed a pet as much as they missed their ex. Oh, I missed a pet more than more, I missed yeah. yeah. Well, also for her, like, this, no offense. Who, who was the guy's name? Uh, Greg. Greg, no offense, Greg. But like, also, if I'm the new boyfriend, I'd be like, yeah, honey, drop the dog off with Greg. So we could stay out all night and not worry about the dog. Yeah. Right? Like, Greg is the ex who's being nice and just wants to hang out with the dog. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That seems a little petty. It's not like Greg wants to go over to their house and pretend to be in a relationship again so he can hang out with Daisy. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, trust me. I, I bet Greg wants nothing to do with the new guy other than just saying hello and being cordial so he can see his dog. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you should be pissed, Greg. Greg. I'm pissed for you. Let's get together. We're taking Daisy. Yeah. Yeah, Daisy's a strong name, too. My uncle had a Daisy. Beautiful rock, or uh, pit bull. Miss her. <laughs> Seriously, I love Daisy. <laughs> She's a great dog. <laughs> She's wake me up every morning with kisses. Oh, Lulu does that, man. It's so funny because sometimes there'll be three, in the, like, my alarm's set for 310. There are times where at like 305-ish, I feel Lulu sitting on my arm and just like starts yeah. kissing me, and I'm like, the hell time is in. I look, it's like three, sometimes even two 30. I'm like, God, I don't want to, but I like, I just can't, I will never be mad at her for that. It yeah. still makes me smile from ear to ear. It's so cute. It's like, wake up, wake up. I got to take a leak. Wake up. And like, get up, get, get her to the bathroom. Instantly goes pees and poops, bring her back up. And now it, the cool thing is I got to say, it's getting up. And then my wife gets up and that's around the time that she feeds, uh, a uh, little Tatum. All right. So it's like it's like a perfect whammy. I get to see everybody. I get to see my wife's boob for a second. It's oh. it's it's a great way to start the day, Ted. That doesn't count. Ah! All right, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, uh, if you see us at the Dragons game, free mega hugs. Free mega hugs. First twenty thousand people go to the game get a free rally towel. Yeah, I I don't know what to wear. We don't have any gear. Should we wear like hunting gears? It's orange, dude. I'm in the same. I went online trying it's to order stuff. Out. All the stuff I want sold out. Then I go to the 47 brand website. They got some right. stuff, but there's no guarantee. It won't get here in a week. And is, is there a team shop? Danny went down to the Seahawks shop and they said, yeah, we don't have anything, uh, but we'll have stuff the day of. All right. So like, there, unless someone knows something, let me know in advance. I'll swing by there because I'd like to, I want to get one of those dragon's beanies. The ones with a little poofy top. Oh yeah. Like I want one of those, but they've been sold out. Yeah, I just wanted to get a shirt or something. Or a hoodie. Yeah. Like, I got a white t-shirt, but you know how it is. Us kind of guys, we don't wear white t-shirts. Stuff rocking a white You got to wear something underneath it. Yeah. That's, generally, if I'm rocking a white t-shirt out, like, I'm wearing something underneath it. And so, yeah, I want to get some. I want to support this team. I want to show up wearing gear. I just don't think I'm going to be, I, I think it's going to be one of those things where we buy it when we get there. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah that's so if you fair. see us, uh, in addition to a free rally towel, we will give free mega hugs to anyone who asks. Yeah. And and you'll see us. We got good seats. To- yeah, we're yeah. on the field, yo. <laughs> right, we're like in a suite on the field. So you'll see us. But halftime, I'll be in the north end somewhere drinking beers. Yeah. North end of the stadium. Yes. Because we're right below my normal sounder seats. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm I can't gonna- wait. Some of the food that they unveiled looks great. Do you see the dragon tooth? No. It's like a big rib. I've been practicing uh, breathing fire. Oh, nice. <laughs> Last weekend I got drunk and I was like, I'm going to walk into the stadium and just... <sighs> I'll bring a lighter. That would be amazing. And it'll be the last time we ever get invited into that suite. Yeah, and Mike Hawk goes, you're also going to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, at the Megacast. So we'll see you on Saturday. Anything else coming up? Uh, February 22nd, we got a great card down at Cage Sport. So there's still uh, Ticketmaster.com. That's gonna be, it's going to be a big show. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. All right, on. We'll see you next time. Cheers. I almost said cheers. It's not my podcast. Oh, cheers to you. Cheers. Ah, cheers. Ah, cheers. Ah, cheers.